Hey, you guys, welcome to 20s and Abroad podcast. Today, the host Carolina is here, and I'm here with Pedro. Pedro, why don't you introduce hey. yourself? Hey, how's it going? Um, first of all, I think I should say I'm from Mexico. Um, so, the, from the other side of the of the pond, you can say. Yeah, like you um, have the morning there. You just had breakfast, and I have already evening, and it's dark here in Latvia. Yeah, it's so 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 strange. Having to organize ourselves to to arrange this meeting was a little weird. But yeah, but I'm, I'm very really glad. Excited. Like you wrote all the timings, you wrote the Mexican mornings that you're like ready to spot to make up an episode for the podcast, and you trans like made it into Latvian times and all. It was very sweet of you, and thank you for doing that. No, no worries. I'm used to it. I I have family in Europe, so and oh, also okay. friends there. So when we talk, it's always like it's morning here and it's afternoon or evening there, and we just and that's easier for us <laughs> yes can be i had never really had experienced my friend and i yes we were talking when it was evening for me and morning for her when she went on exchange in mexico but we didn't talk too often so i completely forgot about the schedule and all yeah it's the <laughs> uh, uh, whole world <laughs> yes so were you born uh where exactly were you born tell us a bit about your background I was born here in Mexico, in Mexico City. I've, uh, I, but my family is actually mostly from Spain. Three of my grandparents, they came to Mexico in the Spanish Civil War. And mm -hmm. uh, my other grandmother, she, she was, well, she is from the US. And they all met here and one thing led to another and we, I was born here, so. <laughs> Great. I think Mexico City is such a great place to be in general. It's an amazing country. I'm looking it, really forward to visiting one day. Uh, uh, whenever you want, uh, I'll gladly receive you. And it is, it's a great country. The people are great. Food is amazing. And um, the sun. Let's talk about the sun, the sun yeah, because the sun. we have nothing here in Latvia. You stole it all there. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> But it, it's uh, also sometimes the heat is can be unbearable. In Mexico City, it's not that bad because we we are at a really high altitude. We are like two thousand uh, meters from sea level, so it's uh, that's uh, the climate here is pretty temp template temperate. I mm -hmm. don't remember the word, and it's it's really nice. But sometimes it can get really really hot but also curiously it's really 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 rainy because okay. before Mexico City before the Spanish arrived it was a lake so it was like it rained a lot and it still rains a lot so we have a similar um, millimeter per year as London for example okay that's interesting but at least um, it's refreshing because it's very hot there as well yeah, it is sometimes. It depends on the on the time of year and the the um, well, yeah, the, the the climate itself. Because sometimes it rains and then the sun comes out and it's this really uh, like all the water evaporates and creates this really uh, like almost um, not sickening, but like it's really humid and really hot so it's 
Oh wow! Not the greatest. <laughs> okay, were you always living in Mexico City, or did you travel, move somewhere else, or traveled around the Mexico? Uh, we lived here. Like we've moved inside the city, uh, for at least one time, and uh, we didn't actually want to go to other places because Mexico City has a lot to offer. Uh, mm-hmm. The it, and this is because it's such a huge city. It's either the second or the third largest city in the world. And <laughs> it's impressive, the size of, of it. Um, so You were raised uh-huh. speaking uh, Spanish. How did you learn English? Yeah, it was... Um, most it was by, by, by two two main things no my one of my grandmas is from the US so there's mm-hmm. that english part also my mother she studied english literature so like there was this english background in the family but i also went to a british school so most of oh, my teacher, wow. teachers were that's so interesting for, for example in my generation there was an indian student which i for most part of high school, we we were, and um, but also the teachers they were mainly British. No, I say yeah. British because they were from Scotland, England, Wales, Ireland, even. So okay, it was that's great. And uh, you started university also in the Mexico City. I remember that we met in Munich. Tell me the story how you got there. Yeah, basically, uh, like there's this in Mexico, universities are divided as well as in all the world. Graduated from high school, I was like trying to get into a public one, so we don't, so like the tuition costs wouldn't be a problem. And I managed to get into the main one here in Mexico, which is UNAM, the National Autonomous University of Mexico which they have this horrible propaganda saying that it's the nation's university and really disgusting um, things. But uh, it, it, has, it offers huge opportunities. No? Okay. The first three yeah. years I studied there and the fourth I went to Munich in a, an exchange student. As, as an exchange student because we, uh, the university itself has this plan like a scholarship for that you have to apply for it and it's like a, a contest and you have to win you know this 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 scholarship grant exactly mm-hmm. and it like it's relatively like a lot of people win places to go no the that's another reason that i wanted to go to to this university because there was this chance to go abroad in a really relatively easy way, no? How um, did you decide so to go to Germany? It it was actually pretty weird because it wasn't my first option. And I didn't really know where I wanted to go because uh, well, I knew Spanish. So there was this opportunity to go to Spain and language wouldn't be a problem and all of that. Somewhere where I, where I don't, where I haven't been, no, I don't really know the language and to get to know, no, to, to find something new. And 
Munich was my first option because we had to choose three universities throughout all the process of the scholarship and Munich was my first option and fortunately they they gave it to me that's great what were other your options if I may ask just for curiosity sure it was uh Poznan in, in Poland in, Poland, yeah. Yeah, I, say, I, uh, I was gonna say it in Spanish. <laughs> and uh, Lisboa. Ah, oh, nice. But all the options are really cool. I think that like you took the best international option, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, that's uh, why other that was one of the reasons I chose Munich as first option. It was super of... international. When I came to see you guys, there were like all the nationalities there. Yeah, it was, it was some, it, I think that uh, I was really glad to go to Munich because of that. All the people that I've met and all the cultures that I've started to, to get into, because I, most of them I didn't really know about. Uh, it was mm. amazing. And also that was another reason Munich was my first choice because first of all, it's like in these rankings, which are also uh, the their lives but they persuade you in in different kinds of ways munich was like the best one of the best universities to study architecture in europe so that was another reason i chose it and yeah the whole experience in itself with all the people and the and the university and the city because it's also a beautiful city i completely agree fantastic Tell me the whole thing, how you moved to Germany, because it's not that easy to move from another continent to the other. It was uh, like, first of all, like a year prior, I started to go to the Goethe Institute, like to learn German, no? at least to be prepared to ask for the toilet if I was lost and I needed to go to the bathroom. No? Yeah, um, because in Germany, they don't speak English like they do speak English, but they often prefer to go for German. Exactly. So it was just like, just in case, uh, <laughs> in case there's an emergency, I can at least um, go, uh, uh, like, travel around the, the conversation, no? Uh, That's a, really a smart idea. Sense. I think not too many people do that. Uh, yeah. Well, and it was also an excuse to try to, try to learn another language because I, I love languages and I tried to learn a couple emphasis on tried because they're difficult and I don't really like classes themselves but it's been a a, a, a wild ride yeah it's an and, investment it's just an investment and you have to push yourself out of the comfort zone to feel really really uncomfortable speaking another language exactly and for example in the um, with German it was more like okay I, I'll get the basics from for from the classes and then when I'm there, I'll try to practice it and learn more and, and all that, which didn't really happen because, as you said, Munich has this really international set of students. So we mostly talked in English <laughs> and I didn't really get to use German itself, but like uh, at least I practiced a little bit and I really um, like uh, it, it. My German improved a lot. No? Yeah. Um, and as 
well that was like the language part no but for the like logistics and how to get there and all of that it was uh I was also really fortunate and privileged because since my family is from Europe they're from Spain I also I am also Spanish I also have the Spanish passport so I didn't have to get a visa That's and, so cool Yeah it was really something that I thank my grandparents and my parents for doing because also our other friends that went to Germany Mexico they had to get the visa and the process of getting the visa is really something not complicated but it requires a lot of money because the German government asks you to like withhold a certain amount of money for the amount of time you're you're, you're in the country no and it gets if you're a lot if you were there for a year uh, the money skyrockets in in amount and we didn't have that amount so it was a really uh, lucky no but that's really amazing to have two passports it's a privilege first of all and to have yeah, two completely. passports from two different continents it's even a bigger privilege so really congratulations on that and your parents did well <laughs> thank you <laughs> and then for the like the side of the school, of the like house where I was also really privileged because when you're in well I don't know if it's something that happens when you enroll into into the university in Munich or it's something that happened because of this like um, contract that my university had with the university in Munich but like I received a million uh, email from the Studentenwerk I think it's called um saying that do you want a place to live for for the the whole year you're here and i'm like yes no and it was really comfortable because first of all the rent wasn't that expensive for 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 munich because munich is really expensive and this place was well it's intended for students so the rents are relatively cheap no and i got the Olympiadorf, um, well, a place in Olympiadorf, which is the Olympic village in Munich, which curiously, uh, it the Olympics in Munich happened right after the Olympics here in Mexico. So it was also a quite interesting, like, um, analysis, no? like seeing what happened here in Mexico and then what happened there in, in Munich. And uh, yeah, the like the place was amazing. The the village itself, it's I think the best architectural and and the architectural design I've seen for this kind of complex. So it was fantastic. That's I, great, but it's also also I think very important with the people you live around because if you have yeah. all those things and people are not the nicest. Then the experience goes all the way down. But I assume you came there for a year, didn't you? Yeah, I was there for a year. And did you have, were you there the whole time with the same exchange students or did they change, come and go? Uh, it was both. No, like I, I made a friend in the first semester from Slovakia and he was only there for, a, for one semester, no? But he also lived in, in Olidorf and we we became great friends we still talk to each other 
almost every week, no? at least by chat. And, That's so uh, great, because it's been a while ago. Yeah, no, but we, we're really close, well, relatively, as, as much as you can be on the other side of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it was really nice because it was uh, the winter semester, so there, there was this, in the Olidorf, there was this, like, plaza in the middle of the, of the, of the place, that was called Marienplatz, which is also like the center plaza of Munich. And uh, there in in winter, they like created this, uh, like they put out tables and they gave out glühwein and uh, crepes. And it was really nice. So we went there a, a couple of times and it was really enjoyable. No? Yes, glühwein season is the best one. I used to not know, appreciate really it as much. <laughs> It's mulled I, I really wine really in English. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I love the word glue wine. And but I really miss it because here in Mexico there is no glue wine, and for, for the winter, for the cold, which I mean, in Mexico it doesn't get that cold. Like the 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 lowest we get is like eight degrees, which oh, isn't wow. that bad. It's uh, but I miss it. Like the taste and the warmth it gave you, I really miss it. <laughs> How did you experience your winter in Germany? Uh, I I enjoyed it. Like it was weird because here in Mexico we say we only have two seasons: the dry and the wet. No, because that's basically it. Like it it rains a lot and then it doesn't rain a lot, so the trees perish. But then it rains a lot again and they come back. And I, living there in, in Munich for a whole year, it was the first time I really got to see the, the transition of the, of the, of the seasons, of the whole year of the seasons. Yeah. Yes. So it was like, I didn't, I like prepared a lot and I like cold and also heat. So it like, I didn't really suffer from it. Uh, but I also got like a, a good uh, coat and, and all of that. Um I've also been to Spain in winter, so I, I already knew how, to, how well, in, in a similar way, how it would be. No? Yeah, but Germany is much colder, isn't it? Yeah. Like, but... Where in Spain is your family based? In Madrid, basically, but also okay. in Barcelona. Oh, wow. Two very great locations to be at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even though it was colder, I didn't suffer it that much. Also, it was a, a lucky year. The, the, the winter didn't get that cold. I think the lowest we got was like minus one or something. So it wasn't that um, hardy. But, which I, I, I would, would have liked it to get colder so that there was snow and all of that. Because I, living in Mexico, there isn't that much snow here. Um, but we got like one or two days of snow and it was quite an interesting experience. Different. Yeah, I come from a very cold country. So for me, Mexico would be something completely different and nice that it's sunny always or a little rain because I'm coming from a place where we used to have minus 25 degrees mm -hmm. in the winter. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a great weather here. No? Um, I think here in Mexico, last uh, century, it only snowed once in Mexico City itself, no? Oh. 
and it was like in the 50s or the 40s i don't really remember and it hasn't snowed from since that's so, crazy yeah. for me because i'm coming up from a very cold country but uh, tell me how is the food difference for you oh horrible in munich the food was horrible <laughs> i love your honesty <laughs> is that Munich is a beautiful city and I mean there's good food in itself in Munich like the bratwurst the um, schnitzels I love schnitzel Me but <laughs> generally it's really expensive and here in Mexico it is and food is relatively cheap and there's a lot of bar- variety here and, and I it's also more fresh uh, yeah some things are more fresh and but the variety i think that's the thing here in mexico there's so much variety that relative compared to munich in munich there is expensive and um you get bored of it in a certain point <laughs> and like we had to become more creative on one on what we bought on the market on what we did with it no and also fish in munich i don't know if it was where i bought it but it was horrible <laughs> And I love oh, fish. I can imagine, but it's also different because uh, it's more, how to say, the, in Munich, it's not even seen nearby or anything. So fish is not really great there. But I think yeah. in northern Germany, it might have been a bit different. I'm, it's yeah, just yeah, my yeah. guess. It's just my guess because yeah, in Latvia, fish, I wouldn't say it's the best, best, but the fish in south of France or in Spain is completely different story. Yeah. Yeah, 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 completely. And I, and you're right. Like in Hamburg and and the northern part of Germany, it's better fish because I mean the ocean is there, you know. And in Munich, we're in the middle of the continent, so there isn't an an ocean to catch the fish. Yeah, it's a uh, very limited menu. It's <laughs> very limited menu and, then. Exactly, and I mean it's also again Mexican food is really spicy, really complicated sometimes. Tacos are amazing, and there's also this tradition of always eating. No, uh, we have yeah, this must... joke that in the rest of the world you have two ty- two types of ways you can take food out. You can take food either eat it there in the venue or take it out and eat it at home. But in Mexico we have three: those two, and also eat it while you're going to your house, no, or going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like this tradition towards food is also completely different from the, like not only the food itself, but how we relate to it. Yes, I think it's also because, um, I don't know, I have loads of Spanish uh, classmates in my Erasmus. And I think it's maybe not too different Mexicans from Spanish people, like European Spanish people, but they love food. They have such a big deal about it. It's so like they really put effort and they think okay dinner we will have this and that and oh we cannot skip this and then they were starting to talk about paella we cannot oh no we cannot eat the fish because we're not nearby the ocean we Mm -hmm. must go somewhere there to have it and it's such a big thing for them the food i love food as well but i think they love it on another level yeah and it also has to do with this like the availability of variety you know itself also spain is a really rich country and there's a lot of diversity 
within its borders. And having this amount of, of variety helps also this tradition of, of food, no? Yes. And the, when you were living in Germany, I think if I'm correct, you were living also there during the first hit of the pandemic. Yeah, it was, I mean, Germany, the first one, I think it handled it pretty well, <laughs> no, the, the, the first hit, especially seeing all the stories of Mexico and how everything was basically going horribly and um, seeing Germany that you could go out, have social distance and basically do your things no, and don't bother anyone else. And seeing people here in Mexico that they didn't, weren't really allowed to go out. You know? mm -hmm. It was, I think, in, in, for, at least from my perspective, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but enjoyed it in a way you could possibly enjoy it. But yeah, because it's such a crazy world we live in. You came all the way to another continent. You came to Germany to have the full year of experience. And at some point it was like, okay, guys. Now we have to slow down and you're yeah. just trying to live your life to the fullest. Yeah. And right now I'm, I'm painting as if the, uh, the pandemic was a blessing and it wasn't, you know, uh, of course, I'm no, not no, of even course. gonna touch the sense of the millions of lives that were lost and all of that, you no, know? because again, we're really privileged. You no, know? we're in a sense of, we're able to do these types of stuff, you no know, travel. Well, at least I am able to travel to another continent to, to study for a year, you no? Know? Yes, uh, of course. But the pandemic, what, what it really like bothered me, which again is a really privileged um, uh, nuisance, is that I didn't really get to travel that much <laughs> in the end. Yes, that's a pity. It, no. You never experience, you can never predict something like this. And yeah. it's crazy because you came actually to the country that kind of handled it better than your own country. So you got different mm -hmm. perspective of everything, literally everything yeah. you experienced in that one year, everything you could ever experience in life. It's impossible to have so many things happening in just one year. Yeah, but at least... I also took it as a, an opportunity and I took a lot of courses in the university itself. So I said like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to go out that much no? So at least I, I need to be entertained in a way. And since German semesters are a little weird, at least from, again, my perspective in Mexico, um, I decided to take a lot of courses and I learned a lot that year at least. Yes, that's great. I wanted to ask, you just mentioned that very you have very different courses uh, compared to Mexico. How are the courses in Mexico and how are the courses in Germany different? I mean, first of all, we like here in Mexico, we start the semester in August and we finish right before winter break. And then we, we begin after winter break and then we end on summer before summer, no? And well, in Germany, that's completely different because they, well, we started or they start in the middle of October and they end in the middle of February, March. You know? And yeah. like the calendar is shifted two months completely, you no? Know? Um, and 
also in the sense of the types of teachers that you have in Germany, they're more relaxed, they're more focused on on what you're learning and all of that. But here in Mexico, it's I, I find it more restrictive because here is like the you have to get a certain amount of attendance to get your grade. If you don't get that attendance, you don't get your grade and you basically flop the the course, no? And uh, also the way they teach in Germany, uh, as I said, they're more relaxed. They, 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 they try to be more of a friend, you know. And uh, here in Mexico, there's it's I hate it. Honestly, I hate it. I think that's the worst thing in my university, and it has so many problems uh, socially that it's quite uh, like it, it makes me angry. <laughs> But. Uh, <laughs> At least I had this opportunity to to experience another type of, of exactly teaching. exactly, and I think going abroad is really great investment, and you get so many things. But you learn so much; it's uh, unbelievably so often. And uh, what I wanted to ask you about how was the all the paperwork, all the things to move to Germany. The whole process was as di was it difficult or was it relatively easy? Did someone help you out? The good thing about my school, my university, is that they they were pretty like since it's a huge program and a lot of people go abroad, they had this uh, thing of paperwork really well organized. No, I mean it, we had to gather a bunch of paperwork and it was I, I can't even uh, remember the amount of papers we had to get and. You you know bureaucracy. No, you have to get three copies of this thing and other da, 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 and it's a mess. No, like why do you need so much paper? Um, <laughs> but but since they had this really organized, it was relatively easy. They gave us a list of all the things that we had to send, and before you had to send it by a post, but now everything's online, so we just had to upload the files the documents to to the tomb platform tomb is the university i went to and um and that was it basically you know? and of course there was like different parts of the process now first one was the all the paperwork that was needed to get into the this contest not to, to win the scholarship then it was to get into the school to be accepted you know And then was the uh, another scholarship that the that the education uh, system here in Mexico gave you, you know, which you also had to do a whole lot of um, paperwork for it. But okay. again, it it was like all laid out and all really clear, and so it was relatively easy. That's good. I wanted to ask the the exchange program. Is it something special in Mexico, or is it Erasmus, or some partner universities? It's it's like Erasmus, but it isn't Erasmus because we're not in Europe. No, it's like a special thing that my university has, but it has basically the same um, qualities, and it also gives you the same privileges as as the Erasmus project. That's really great. And tell me, what was your biggest takeaway, your biggest highlight while living in Mexico? In Munich, you, you, you mean? Ooh, oh, oh my gosh, yes. I mean, in, <laughs> I want to say Munich, but because it's 2M, and I, yeah. I just mix up. But you understood what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, I think basically it was the, the, what I learned and the people. Like I've made friends from all over the world, Singapore, China, Latvia, um, Spain, I also had before, but I made a, a lot of new ones there. Even America, I also made friends from, from Chile, Argentina. Wow, uh, it Peru. was so international. I didn't know that it was that much. Yeah, it, it, it was amazing. Like, uh, I think that's the main part. Now I'm Patricia, the, the friend we, the Latvian friend, like we also talk a lot and we, we, we are really close as well. That's and so great. It's, because... it's been a, a huge, like eye opening, basically. Yeah, I remember because Patricia, the girl you mentioned before, she's, we used to go to high school together. We knew each other, but we weren't that close. And at some point, I, before, when you were abroad on in uh, Munich for exchange, I texted her and I was like, I'm actually living four hours away from you. And she's like, you should visit me someday. And I'm like, you know what? I should. And they just opened the borders after the first hit of the pandemic. And I was, I called her or texted them like, if I leave today at two o'clock, I can ma manage to get there at six or, and <laughs> would, would it fit you? But I can only come for one night. And she's like, you know what? Come, we have a really nice friend gathering. You will see, we will meet all the great people. And we ended up singing like Pitbull or whatever it was there at the little garden and making barbecue. And I met you there too. Yeah, it was and amazing. It was super and... international. It was really, I didn't know it's as, as international. You just described it to me because I only met few people. Mm -hmm. No, and, and it's also quite curious because it was in, in the Olidorf, in the Olympic village, you know, and there was like still this culture or this tradition of inter internationality, you know. It was first built for all the uh, the... Um, the people from all the countries to get there and to to sleep and go to to their uh, venues and and compete but then after that there's still this tradition of nationality but with students no of internationality sorry and i i find that amazing yes i completely agree with you and the people were very very nice and i really that little time i spent there I came for less than 24 hours and I met so many different people. And we were like two girls visiting our friend, Patricia, me yeah. from Latvia, from the same country. And she had friend from Tunisia, Tunisia. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to exactly say. And she was talking to you a lot. And then she came to me and she's like, come meet Pedro. And I said, oh, hi. And then we start all talking together. But it was very yeah. briefly. I don't remember it perfectly because it was so short so much during those little hours but yeah, uh, see but we are not. still in touch one and a half year yeah. afterwards and we are making podcast episode together yeah it's fantastic and i'm really glad you you invited me i'm really glad to have you here you're giving completely different perspective of world <laughs> in a good way obviously yeah, and i wanted really to glad. ask you what Okay, just give me three best things you remember from your experience in Germany. Olidorf was basically, I think, the one of the best experiences, especially all the things we did there, like Patricia and all the all my friends from the university that 
we gathered there. And since it's a big uh, complex, we did so many things. Um, I, I got to travel a little bit like before the first semester. So I really enjoyed it. We went to, like uh, I say we, because I met friends. We went to London, we went to Zagreb. We also went around Munich, you know? so it was That's really nice. That's so cool. And I think also the last thing, which might sound a little nerdy and boring and yada, 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 I really enjoyed the school. The... But that's very important because you went yeah. there for the main reason, because you're studying. Yeah. And yes. I think that those were the three things that I enjoyed the most. That's so great. And like you said that the semesters are completely different in Mexico and in uh, Munich. Now I finally mm -hmm. said it correct. And like, because it was two months later, as you said, did you arrive? When did you arrive? How was the arrival of the whole thing then? I arrived uh, on the 1st of October. I touched Munich, no? And uh, like, I, I had two weeks in the, before school started to get to know a little bit of the city and uh, the university, get to know some friends. And it was nice, no? So like, I arrived on the 1st and we started school on the 15th. Or 14th I don't really remember um, and yeah when leaving it was pretty similar school ended and basically I had to leave because of since the calendar was completely shifted like my summer vacation between Munich and Mexico when I finished Munich it was really short in theory because the pandemic happened and everything shifted so it was also quite long but since I already planned that before leaving, I already had the ticket, the airplane ticket and, and all of that. So I had to leave early as well. I, right. Even I finished some courses here in Mexico. Wow, it's really pandemic shifted the whole study system completely, like the whole world. But yeah. studying during pandemic is obviously not the easiest thing. So all yeah, but I was really glad to really for... <laughs> managing it through different continents through different time zones and everything thank you but I, I i mean i was really glad to do it i would do it all over again in the same scenario so and how long is the flight from munich to mexico city i actually flew in iberia so we so i had to do a stop in madrid and uh, from madrid to mexico it varies between 10 and 12 hours no and from munich mm -hmm. to madrid it's like an hour and a half two hours no yes it's not too bad in that yeah. case yes so yeah and but, the last question before we wrap it up is what great. is the one thing you regret not doing i think well, it has to do with covid as well and it, it, it has to do with traveling no like i would have loved to travel more but like, it's like a regret, but at the same time it isn't because we weren't able to. Um, but when all the thing, all the pandemic started, I was actually in Barcelona. I was visiting one of my friends that because I was only two days in Barcelona when everything broke loose. And the third day I went back to Munich and that, the next day after that, Barcelona got into quarantine and they weren't able to go out. So I was really lucky because I was able to get back to Munich at least. Yes, that's really 
really again a privilege to do that because once you're locked in a country you're locked there's no proper reason for pretty much to leave and it would have been horrible like i was there as a, a guest it would have been horrible to stay there for months as a guest and <laughs> in the house of because she was living with three other girls and it was a, a nice apartment with like three four girls and then a, a guy there it was like <laughs> um, and it was relatively it, it was good a good size for the three of them but it was too, for the four of them but it was too small for the five of us so I was really glad that we well that I got took the decision to go back to Munich when I did it was really weird <laughs> everything happens for a reason I think yeah and then it was like the two weeks of quarantine no, they're in, in, in Munich just to see if I had something or not which I mean it wasn't that bad because I, I, I lived alone and uh, I like being alone so it, I didn't really suffer it but after that it was everything was really great again because they managed it relatively okay well yes I, yeah as I said everything happens for reasons and it sounds like you had still really great experience yeah you sound like very happy only the food thing was disturbing but it's understandable because in mexico you have paradise yeah and basically that's the only thing that i really suffered (laughs) yeah so yeah thank you very much for participating on 20s and abroad podcast no thank you for inviting me i was really Mm -hmm. excited (laughs) It, it was my I was very excited too it was a really big pleasure and I hope that one day when you do your full euro trip around Europe you will pass by wherever I live at that point yeah uh, and I'll text you most likely yeah yeah sure and Patricia and me and we, we can all meet again together it would be fantastic <laughs> yes and thank you one more time and bye you guys mm-hmm.